Happy New Year, everyone. How's everyone doing today? Amen. Can I get an amen? Listen, you didn't slide into 2023. You walked in with victory. Amen. Okay. <laughs> I want to I welcome you guys here this morning. I'm going to be talking about and setting a great foundation of a theme you're going to be hearing over the next couple of minutes, maybe a half hour or whenever God finishes. Number one, we're going to learn how to seek the kingdom. Number two, you're going to learn how to set expectation. And number three, everyone say move. You're going to be able to move in 2023. Now, I have the privilege of talking about the three kings. In Matthew chapter 2, verse 1, it says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who's been born king of the Jews? You know, there's something about your walk with Christ like these three kings. They were kings in the east. They all had different kingdoms. They all came from different places, but they came with one purpose. Where is the king of the Jews? And like these kings, we should seek where is the king of the Jews, right? You know, we talk about this phrase in the church, kingdom of God. Well, the kingdom of God, I thought about it this morning. It's not a place, it's a person. And that's the person of Jesus Christ. They wanted to see the king of the Jews, and that's how they sought the kingdom. Now, like them, when you walk with Jesus, it starts individual. But they rode over 2,000 miles together on a camel. Not a Prius. <laughs> on camels. Man, it would have hurt real bad to ride on a camel for 2,000 miles. But when you have the kingdom and you want to seek the kingdom like they did, they wanted to see him. Now, it becomes personal. You know, when we talk about these three kings, do you know their names? We're going to learn them today. <laughs> because when you walk with God, your name matters. It literally does. First king is Melshir often represented as the king of Persia. He brought the gift of gold. The gift of gold talked about the deity of being the son of God. Then there was Balthasar, often from the king of Ethiopia. He kind of had the pigmentation of myself. <laughs> he brought the, 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 frank, the myrrh. He brought the scent of myrrh. And myrrh represented is something that you use when the body dies to make it smell well. In other words, that was going to help Jesus in his resurrection. Woo, you better come on. <laughs> that was good. The last king, his name is Gaspar, king of Sheba. He brought the gift of frankincense, and frankincense is a gift of worship. So these three kings brought the best that they had because in verse 2, it said that, um, for we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. They didn't come to give their own opinion. They seen the star in the east. Our God, our king, your king, is the desired of all nations. Jesus was in Jerusalem or Bethlehem. They're in Persia in the east, and they seen his star. That means Jesus is for everyone, not just for the Jews, not just for the Gentiles. He's for all of us. Can I get an amen? So their expectation was massive. 
They wanted to see him, and they weren't going to be stopped. And just like them, our expectation in 2023 should be massive. We should go after the king of the Jews. We should not be stopped with little things that try to just come against you. No, the king of kings is for you. And if our God is for you, who can be against you? So let's set our expectation in 2023. It's not about how much weight you lose and how healthy you get. It's about do we have the heart to seek him and set our expectation? The last thing they did is they began to move. You got to move. When I move, you move. When I move, you move. That's what God is saying. When I move, you move. And these three kings began to move. And they had Herod. I mean, uh, Haley talked about Herod, how crazy he was, and tried to stop them. It didn't stop them from moving. Here's the other key. They brought the best that they had. They didn't withhold anything. Everything that they bought was expensive in their culture. But they moved towards the king because their expectation was wide. It was big. And they came to worship the king of the Jews. If you believe that, give God a hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much for this time. Haley. Jeff Jones had 10 minutes, and he didn't even use it all. <laughs> so good. Such a good word, right? Seek, expect, and move. Have you guys ever had an expectation that wasn't met? Right? It's happened. So this morning as we continue, I want to talk about this for just a quick second, about unmet expectations. Because sometimes when we have an unmet expectation, we stop setting expectations. We get so frustrated and mad and irritated and disappointed that we stop that process of expecting with him. But today, you guys, we're going to reactivate expectation within us because he's good, right? Because he's got good plans. And the difference of kingdom expectation is that it comes from his heart. It comes from his mouth, meaning it's going to come with the power and the ability to see it accomplished. It's different. It's not a goal that we choose to set ourselves. And then we try and make it happen in our own strength. It's something so different. Is this making sense? Expectations are part of being a child of God as we lean in and continue to expect great things. So I just wanted to take a second and just pray over um, kind of the, the healing presence of God in that. Uh, so if that's something, like if you feel like there have been unmet expectations, will you just open your hands in front of you to just receive a shift of heart? Holy Spirit, right now, I thank you for coming and restoring, for coming and healing those places that we have unmet expectations, that we're carrying and holding bitterness and frustration. I thank you right now, Holy Spirit, for wiping those away, for restoring us to a place where we can hear your voice and expect good. I thank you right now for weariness leaving everyone who is hearing this. 
It is being stripped away right now. Yeah, Father, I thank you right now for even awakening new layers of hope. You're already speaking. I can see it. I know it's happening with our online campus. You're already breathing and speaking expectation into our hearts, and we receive it. We take in this shift right now. Just sit in that for a second. Yes, Lord. Father, I thank you that you're going to do something so special and unique in us today. And it's going to set a trajectory for this year unlike any year before. Thank you, Lord, and I bless this shift that's happened. I already feel that change of peace in the room. We bless that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, family. Well, we've got so much more in store this morning. I mentioned that you're going to hear from several of our sermon prep team as we talk about specific areas where we seek the kingdom of God, we expect what he's speaking, and then we move. We participate in it. So I want to encourage you to hear and to listen to each of these. They're going to focus on specific areas, children and the next generation. They're going to talk about family and friends and our coworkers, like our circles of people. And then we're also going to talk about health and finances. And these are words that we believe that we've heard to set these expectations from God. So you can grab hold of these and carry them yourself. And then at the end, I'm gonna come back and we're gonna have a time to listen for our own expectations. We're gonna take it really personal and ask him for our individual lives, what he is saying over our year. So this is gonna be a super fun, interactive morning. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna move, we're gonna shake. We're gonna set this year in motion. Are you guys ready for it? So good. So I'm going to invite up Audrey to kick us off. Good morning, family. My name is Audrey Palmaris. I am the high school director as well as the kids' church coordinator here at Movement Church. So basically, I get to hang out with the next gen all the time. My life is full with them. My house is normally always has a couple of them in it. Um, and it's such a joy to walk with the next generation, to walk with your kids, with your nieces and nephews, the kids that you teach. They're a powerful, powerful generation, and they're not to be forgotten. Um, so first, let me ask, how many of you, raise your hand if you're a parent or mom, dad. How many of you, if you're a babysitter, raise your hand. Parents take note of anyone who raised their hands if you're a babysitter. If you're a teacher, a mentor, if you have nieces or nephews or maybe a little kid next door, amen. I'm a proud auntie. I love my Max and my little LJ. They are my life. And I love getting to see the awe and wonder that they walk in. But all of us know or have relation to a child somewhere. From ages toddler to maybe high school, you know someone. That means you have influence. And this word is important for you too. 
because now you are, are tasked with the responsibility of empowering the next generation. You being a mom or a dad doesn't discount you from impacting the next generation. So this word is for all of us and what I believe God has, the word that he has for 2023, for our next generation is relational reverence relational reverence. Now, reverence may seem heavier. I, when I was hearing that word, I was like, that feels like a really old word. Like when they said thou and thee and thus must go here. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. But reverence, it's set apart and it's special. And I think that's for a reason. It means to have a profound awe, to have this adoration, this deep found respect that you are encountering something so much bigger than yourself, that you can't help but act in thankfulness, obedience and worship to that thing. So that's what we're seeking for our next generation this morning and throughout 2023. It doesn't just stop here. It's gonna keep going. So that's our seek. Now, what can we expect? If we are seeking out relational relevance for our, for our students, for our kids, for our toddlers, for your children, that means we can expect something. And when you encounter a God who's so much bigger than you, you just light up. Everything about you falls in adoration and awe of him. You can't help but act in accordance to his will, in accordance to his character. The chaos of the world falls because you now have identity in a kingdom that stands. Hebrews 12, 28 through 29 says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Amen. How amazing would it be if our kids, your kids, our students, the next generation didn't partner with the world that taught them relevance, but partnered with a God who had an unshakable kingdom and taught them reverence. That they bowed down to a God who was unshakable and sturdy and steadfast. That, you know what? Our kids don't need someone to teach them to be relevant and cool. They need someone to teach them reverence, what it means to fall down on, the, on their face because God is so good, what it means to stand firm on the promises when your circumstance doesn't look like the fulfilled promise right now. That's what our kids need. They need someone to stand up and be reverent, and that's our move. We all have influence with the child somewhere, with the student. Maybe you have a heart or yearning for that, then this is your commission. If we expect the next generation to be reverent, we have to be reverent. If there's one thing I've learned, I've been working with high school students for almost seven years now in different occupations. One thing I've noticed, they are so sensitive and in tune to the actions of the generations before them. They notice it, they watch, they observe because their heart and their goal is to get better. They want us to lay the foundation so they can climb up and get on our shoulders. So we have to stand up. We're not gonna be sitting down anymore, family. We're gonna stand up so they can get on our shoulders right? We're going to create a pyramid. We're going to create something that God can look down and marvel at, that these are my reverent children. They're going to be relationally reverent, meaning he's not distant. We're not being in awe and adoration at him from a distance, but we're going to be close, up close to see the good things of the Lord. So family, if you could just stand with me, we're going to receive this word of relational reverence. If you have a child and you want to receive this for them, if you're interceding for a niece or nephew or someone you babysit, will you just open your hands, extend a hand if you need to, but Father God, right now, Lord, we receive relational reverence. We receive your presence in this place. We receive your presence going forward in 2023. We receive the miracle workings of your power, Lord. May we be exposed to all the names of God, Elohim, Adonai, Messiah, Savior, Provider, Healer, Miraculous God, Wonderful Counselor. May we be in awe 
of all of you, Lord. Give us the mourn over our children, Father. We just release any distractions, any lie that's keeping them from reverence, God. May they pursue the word of God. May they pursue the truth. May we partner with them. May we have our the scales on our eyes torn back so we can see the gold and the treasure in them and call them higher. If any of us have an inner child that's hurt because someone didn't teach us how to walk and talk like our Father, Lord, heal that right now. Right now, Lord, that we may walk, that our inner child will, will come forth, that we can sit before our heavenly Father as a child of God. And may generations be impacted by relational reverence, deep intimacy, closeness with the King of Kings. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated, family. Thank you. We have the awesome opportunity here um, from a good friend, Mr. Elijah Burgess. If you could give him a hand as we welcome him up. Thank you so much, Audrey. Guys, Audrey is an absolute preacher, a weapon. I, I, have, I have the honor. My, my name is Elijah. For those of you who do not know me, uh, I, I get to do, uh, get to lead uh, the junior high here at the Movement Church right alongside Audrey, and it's been absolutely amazing. She absolutely kills it. If you guys do not know her, get the chance to know her. I'm excited to be praying with you guys here this morning. How many of you guys know that the church was not called to act as a bomb shelter from the world? But the church was called forth as a group of imperfect people called forth with a purpose. That holiness is not called out of the world, but holiness is salt and light in the middle. See, this morning we're, we're, we're seeking, we're setting our expectation, and we're moving. And this morning, we understand that there was a God who pursues us, so our seeking is God, this, this God who pursues us. But our expectation is that we see transformation in the lives of our circles of influence. That's who we're praying for this morning. For this next section, these next couple of minutes, we're going to be praying for our circles of influence. What is that? Friends, family, coworkers. The coworker you meet at the water cooler. Right? We're praying for them this morning. Yes, that, that family member that you had to see over Christmas. We are especially praying for them this morning. Well, check this out. We're reading right out of here in Matthew 28. And this is the final chapter of Matthew. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. So if you're in this room and you say, I follow Jesus, I'm a disciple, he's speaking to us. Check this out. Matthew chapter 28. Go, therefore, Jesus says this, go. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. Jesus said that. Go. 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 I, I, I believe go. Maybe you know who you are in this room. Go. Is your word this year. But I think this is so amazing that our God does not just leave us with a go does not just leave us with the mission of the church, but he gives us the why. He gives us the purpose. Check this out. We read on. Jesus says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And the last line right here, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Jesus, he said, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. 
You see, we have been given the promise of his presence. And if we're gonna declare anything here this morning, can we declare the promise of his presence? We're stepping into 2023 with the understanding of the promise of his presence. And, and, and if we begin to understand that there was a God who is present with us in all situations, how does that, under, how does that change? I mean, there was a God who spoke the earth, moves, sun, stars, mountains, seas into motion, into existence, and he's present with us. That should change everything about everything. But the problem is, if we can be honest, that sometimes Christians are not known as the presence of God. But, but a lot of people outside of the church look in on Christianity and see Christians who are known for their moral code or their ethic choices or their political preference, who we vote for, who we listen to. But since the beginning of time, the human soul has been crying out that there's got to be more than this. And we've got friends, family, co-workers, sons and daughters who have been searching for a substitute for the presence of God and found themselves broken, anxious, afraid. Maybe they might be externally successful, but there's something missing, and that's the presence of God. So in 2023, we understand that our, there will be, we are expecting transformation in our circles of influence but we understand that transformation only comes by the presence of God. So as we seek Him and His presence infills our life, we begin to understand that we're walking with Him and people will begin to look at us and begin to say, what is it that you have that I don't have? What is it that you have? And they, we understand that they are attracted to us, not us, but us by the Christ that we carry. And we understand that it is by His presence the transformation takes place. It is by his presence that our co-workers say. It is by his presence that my family member is where they are now. It is by his presence that I'm not where I used to be. It is, by, is there anyone who has a testimony who can say it was by his presence? See, before your friend walks through the doors of the church, they're going to see Jesus by the presence on your life. And I believe that there are some of us in this room. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe there are some of us in this room who have been praying and waiting on an answer. Who have been praying for your son. You've been praying for your daughter. You've been praying for that friend and you have been waiting on an answer. And might I suggest that God is saying this year, the answer is you. Not by your might not by your power, not by your strength, but by his presence, Lord. So we're praying for that this morning. Could you guys join me in prayer? Father, I thank you for this morning. God, we thank you that, that you have placed us You've placed people in our lives, God. You've placed friends, family in our lives, God, that ministry does not just happen in the church, God, but it happens in our workplace, God, it happens in our business. And God, we understand that transformation only takes place for your presence. So God, we ask that you move. 
We ask that 2023, this moment right here, January 1st, be a beginning point. Whether you're online and in campus, God, would your presence move in our lives so strong, God, that it begins to affect the lives around us, that the church is not just in the four corners of this building, but is everywhere. The ministry is taking, you don't have to be a pastor to minister in the church, in your businesses, in your home. There are fathers who will begin to move, and their sons, no, we need fathers to step up. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, God, for the ministry that is taking place and that is taking place in this year far beyond what we can see. So Jesus, as a group of people in this place, we are dedicating to seek you. And the expectation, God, is that by your presence, you transform our circles of influence. And God, we are dedicated to go. We're dedicated to go. And in your name, everybody said, amen. 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 I have the absolute honor of getting to welcome up Pastor Jeff. Why don't you guys give him a hand? Hallelujah. I get the privilege of uh, praying for your health and your finances. Amen. How many of you know that Jesus is the same yesterday? today and forever. Amen? He doesn't change. Here's the scripture. Matthew 2, verse 11. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. Worship is your mandate. You were created in the harmony of worship. When God breathed life into Adam, just like these kings, they sought to make worship the king of the Jews their number one priority. Like them, we should go and seek the king. Let's make worship our number one priority. And when we do that, God helps our spirit, he helps your soul, and he heals your bodies. And all I know is this scripture here, Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all those other things will be added to you. When we worship to seek the king, I'm not talking about the, you know, the preachers of, you know, this, this prosperity gospel. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about seeking Jesus with all your heart, finding the king, and then opening up your treasure. Here's the lie that the enemy has told you. You thought you were empty-handed in 2022. You thought it didn't matter. Anything that you did, everything came against us. But we haven't been empty-handed. You have treasures in your hand. And if we will bow down, if we will bow down and worship him and release our treasures, the king of glory will honor your worship and bless your family. So we seek to worship him first. We set our expectation that it's not about me, but it's about him. It's not about his open hand, but it's about his gaze. Let's not seek the Lord for open hand. Let's seek for his face. When he looks at you, presence comes. Health comes. Because he's looking at you. 
You matter. And the last thing I just want to encourage every one of you is that you are the most perfect treasure that God has ever created. You don't need to do anything else except continue to seek him and obey what he says. Does that make sense? There's a couple of things God wants me to pray over your finances and your health. The spirit of poverty is going to be broken right now. We're going to bind the spirit of poverty. And it's not that you don't have opportunities. It's the devil has lied to us and said that we're not enough. He is El Shaddai. He is more than enough. And so I want to pray against the spirit of poverty because you are enough. And if you are enough, you have enough. Can I get an amen? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, you can hold out your hands right now. That's it. I bind and break and destroy. I dismantle the spirit of poverty. I come against a poverty mindset, the strongholds that have been passed down. The blood of Jesus breaks that curse. I thank you, Father God, that this house, these people are called by your name. And because they are called by your name, they walk in divine favor and righteousness and obedience. So, Father, give us the heart that will seek the kingdom first. Give us the heart that will obey your voice. Because you said in your word, if we are willing and obedient, we will eat the best of the land. So, Lord, we thank you that your word will never fail and that the spirit of poverty is broken right now in Jesus' name. Everyone said, thank you so much as I welcome Haley up. Amen. Those are some good words, right? Are you guys feeling those? Those expectations, that purpose. 2023 is going to be a good year. It's going to be a great year. It's going to be a year of change. So if you heard one of those over kids, over your circles, over health and finances, and you're like, man, I need that. In the notes, in the app, are, are the seek, expect, and move elements of each. Go back. Grab hold of them, write them down somewhere and participate in that move piece. We don't just sit here and go, God, I expect all these great things and then do nothing. There's a move. There's a move. There's a participation on our part. And I believe as we move and as we participate with him, that so much goodness is gonna come out of this year. It may not be what we think or when we think, that we stay in a place of submission to him, right? We just stay expectant and we press and we press and we press with more and more expectation. So what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna take some time and listen for our individual lives. The team listened for kind of these big corporate things, but I believe God wants to take it so personal to something that only your heart knows for this year. 
something for you to grab hold of, something for you to, to expect with him and to move with participation in. Because he's got great things for each of us, for each of us to grab hold of. So right where you're sitting right now, we're gonna ask the Lord a couple questions. But first, we're just gonna set our hearts his direction. We're gonna set our, our minds and our attention even more than we already are with zero distraction to seek his kingdom first because these expectations have to come from him. Remember, these aren't from our own self. These are the things that he is speaking over our years. So right now you can close your eyes, you can get comfortable as we listen, as we seek him. Father, we seek your kingdom right now. We fix our eyes on you, our attention, our affection. Father, I thank you that you are in our midst. Your kingdom is in our midst. Where you are, your kingdom is. We are here ready to hear what you have to say about 2023 for each of us. We're looking your direction. We're setting down the rest. And in this place of focus, fixing our eyes on your kingdom, let's ask this question together. Father God, what do you want me to expect this year? As you begin to hear, ask for specifics. It isn't just savings at the end of the year. It's an amount. It isn't just restoration of this relationship. But it's specifics about how and when. He's giving you expectation. It isn't just favor at my job. Maybe it's a specific position. Ask him for those specifics. Take a second. you to keep listening for our online campus right now. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to release you guys right now to head off, turn on some music wherever you're at, whenever you're listening to this. Turn on some music and sit with the Lord. That's what we're going to do right here in this room, but I want to release you to do that. Take some quiet time with the Lord and write down that expectation. 
write it down, put it somewhere. And if you'd like to send it to us, we'd love to hear those. You can email them to info at themovement.org. Your stream team host is going to throw that in the chat space right now so you can grab that email. But we love you guys and happy new year. We'll see you next Sunday.